You're listening to SMR. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to ASMR. Can you hear the quality? The rude we line? We got an upgrade. We got an upgrade. Oh, oh. When you're ready. Okay. This can be in the bloopers. <laughs> Let's Barriers. I am your host Olivia and I'm joined with Lynn. Yes. And if you may have not noticed, we've got new microphones. So the quality, everything's just been upped to a certain degree. And we are here, we are back, and we are strong. Very, very strong. And today we'll be talking about an certain topic especially since today is the official first day of lent of this year ash wednesday there you go ash wednesday so we thought we might bring the topic back onto onto god and you know our motivation what's going to motivate us for 2021 for the rest of our life i don't know and it's just going to be a go with flow episode so watch this whilst you're doing the dishes (laughs) or going for your morning run whatever and hopefully you'll be able to bring you something really entertaining and enjoyable because (laughs) i feel like we have a lot to discuss this episode there you go all right do you want to start i guess so um first things first you'll be listening to this and it's the third week of february um and the first topic I guess we like just wanted to talk about is disappointment like <laughs> what a way to start the episode I'm gonna talk about disappointment and I don't really sound disappointed but the reason I don't sound disappointed is because I'm always like not always that's not really true I'm mostly now um a lot stronger and able to take rejections or redirection you know like they say rejection is redirection if it wasn't for you it wasn't meant for you god has something better but all the plans of god are good can we can we just agree that all the time god is good and god is good all the time amen that's what i wanted to bring on the podcast first because we had some great guests aligned um we were messaging people people were giving us source like they are great candidates and hopefully we'll be able to have them when the time is right and when if they're the right people that the lord has led us to bring onto this podcast but sometimes your plans don't fall through and um i've seen this i've experienced this countless of times and you know what i've realized with all the plans that I've made in the past and have not come to pass and the plans that I still make the most important thing is remembering and recognizing that the Lord's will will be done and that's a prayer I pray a lot of the time I always say like to say in my prayers um Lord let your will be done and then the next day you see a rejection and you're thinking but God I prayed <laughs> but God I pray I pray I prayed like you know what I'm saying like do you get do you get what I'm saying um I prayed about it and you're just saying no like but but remember you prayed your will be done and when you pray your will be done I think it's more it's very important that you understand what you're praying you're not just praying that God will let 10 million pounds land in your account tomorrow and you've won the lottery you're also praying that okay that thing that you applied for that you really really wanted if that's not in God's plan for you, you're going to get rejected. And when you're understanding and you're praying upon it and you're calling on the Lord to do his wonderful works and his goodness, in his goodness, he's rejecting you from that because you deserve better, because you are qualified for more than that. And I think for this podcast, the really interesting thing is, is that we really enjoy making these episodes, coming here every week and discussing Um but sometimes when we look at our numbers and outcomes, we're just like, God, do you even, do you, 
God, what? Like, <laughs> is this what kind of... And I've reckon, I've sat and I've reflected with Olivia and said, um, you know what it is? It's the fact that God really wants us to to grow, to grow. Like, sometimes I think, I wake up and think, I want to have, like, a million listeners, but it's like, what do I do to not even deserve the million listeners? Have I even got the quality of conversation to bring to those a million listeners? Does that make sense? Like, some of the places that I ask, I'm like, God, like, put me in, put me in rooms of executives. Lynn, like, do you even deserve to be in rooms of executives? The answer is yes. Yes, I do deserve to be in rooms of Are you equipped? Yeah. But am I equipped? Am I qualified? Mm. And if the answer is yes, you deserve to, but no, you're not equipped. And no, you're not qualified. Then what do you need to know? You need to allow God to reveal to you how you should, how and the steps that you need to take to qualify yourself. Is that by reading more? Is that by taking coaching and how to speak? Is that by being more eloquent in the way you're behave and dress because some places of executives aren't maybe going to wear the latest air forces but they are going to wear those pointy brown shoes and it's being able to dress and be the part um whilst maintaining that integrity um so yeah that's really what's the disappointment it's not bad it's not bad I mean sometimes I look at the numbers like oh can we grow a little but I'm really trying to understand that um investing in what in, in yourself investing not even in yourself letting the lord lead you to where you should make investments allows you to grow in the direction that he would like you to grow investing time for example can be through reading the word um the bible praying finding the lord in the secret place um it could be going to church it could be attending or being part of a bible study it could be um just you ministering um in through giving on your um online on social media there's so much just sending a text that is literally god you know sometimes i've got a text and said wow someone thought about me (laughs) and laughed and thought wow that's really good you know because i was just not expecting it like that small text that you sent me now is from god because he knew that was literally the answer to my prayers that is that is something i've been really looking um thinking about what about you olivia that's really good um me mm, my relationship with god not say it's been rocky i believe in god right now and i want to say like i'm getting to if not at ride or die like right all the way 100 there have faith in him all the way 100% 100% there. But um, I think for me, mm, that's, the, that's the thing. Like when something is going well, that's when I tend to turn away from God. And I feel like that's a default for us humans. Like where, for example, now I'm in a job, I'm doing cool. Um, it's it's kind of like you know I'm I'm doing all right so what do I need to even ask for but that's a bad habit to have and like that's something that I'm trying to like stop doing and always be grateful there's you know there's unlimited things to learn and he knows all as many people will know and like you know, just every single day, just stepping with the Lord, just every single day, just doing one bit at a time um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know if there's a, a certain topic that I'm trying to get him to press on to me um, right now. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of grateful for like what I have and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's actually really making me think about my past with with God, like the relationship with God, which is really interesting and really deep. I don't know. If into, um, but just going back, like I was saying, is when things go wrong, that's when I'm praying. 
That's when I'm putting yeah, I'm putting out all the what, stops. I'm what? like, God, why? <laughs> me 21 day Daniel fast. Yeah. Tithe at its maximum. Um being kind. Pray, bruv, I could pray like 10 times within 10 minutes. The same prayer just to get him hear me to hear me more. The desperation is so crazy. Mm. You know what's interesting? I went from like complete opposite I literally like when things were tough mm. I wasn't really I don't even remember I think it was when I was tough I'd pray to God but I'd kind of take things into my own hands like he like I'm yeah. a person who I'm a prob I like to be think of myself as a problem solver and so when a problem comes to hand I like to think of every solution and just tick them off the list as they go and try and see if anything can solve it but I don't really and really give God the control this was a very big problem in my life I didn't give God the control over it when there was a problem it wasn't even things I saw was a problem weren't even a problem it's good that it's the way that God was allowing that to happen so that I could learn a lesson but for me it was just the problems I was trying to come with x and y and z and you know I figure it out but I was that kind of person when it was a good day (laughs) wait when it was a good day everybody's gonna know i said what the way i'm walking even the bop is different it's a blessed bop That's we're calling it a in. blessed bop like i would walk like i've never walked before there'll be a bounce in your step it'll be a bounce in my step like everybody would know and i really appreciate the lord when he blesses me like it's like oh god you give me money you should see the way I smile when the money deposits into my account wow the smile I have on my face crazy but when the money's empty now and I'm just here like can I even step outside or when I'm when I'm when it's when I'm going through a rough patch in my head like oh my god like I'm not even worthy or something just comes up I'm just "Mm." I tend to go into um self-defense mode like okay Lynn what can you like I'm attacking these warriors these spirits by myself these temptations these by myself, barriers these barriers by hey. myself these demons by myself wait when I've got my own protector are you hearing this I have a protector and I'm saying I'm gonna fight the battle one on one I have angels and small me is trying to fight one on one when I know Jesus already won the victory so why can't I let Jesus fight the battle Jesus mm. fight the battle for me because he's gonna win it he's already won it I just need to do what he's telling me to do to pray seek him let him be within me I think that's that's a that's a big thing that's a really big thing mm. what I want to know more about Olivia is where does your motivation or where do you seek or find your ways in God like how does your relationship with God or how far has it come? Like, where was it before, per se? Okay. Uh, interesting question. Uh, mm, I would say I wasn't really a person that was grew, who grew up in the church. Nah, I wasn't. But, you know, my parents, they didn't christen me, actually. They blessed me. There's a difference where christen is more like the Christian thing. Blesses where they're like, whatever religion yada 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 as long as you've got angels over you blah 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 so yeah I wasn't really brought up in the church um in terms of my relationship with God when I was younger um I would pray to him because I have very religious grandma that I love to death but you know she was the one that kind of taught me about it if I was curious about things I would just ask her and she would get, she would always get up early in the morning, 5 a.m. I'd see her humming and hmm, 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 hymning downstairs. And I'll be like, oh, what's that about? So I pretty much just follow her around. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mainly learned the stuff from her when I was young. But in terms of my relationship with God, um, it was and it wasn't there. Like, I would have so many questions as a kid. And that's the, that's the thing is what I found in church is that obviously, you know, it's interesting to learn things, but when you have questions that might be a bit controversial, 
to the belief system, that's when everybody likes to hush you up. Like in school, we were learning about dinosaurs and stuff like that and evolution. So an analogy really gets me every time. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think I've I've been told um we've been this has been clarified. I'm just gonna let you finish your point and then I'll explain it. Okay. Yeah. But obviously for me, I was a science girl, so I was like, okay, that makes kind of more sense to me Mm. rather than animals just poofing up. So then like in church or stuff like that. I would ask questions like that and I'd also ask deeper questions or just think of deeper questions like hmm just really deep questions like I've always been a very spiritual person extremely not religious spiritual like one time when I was super young I was in a carrier limb I was in a carrier and um this old woman came up to me and was like she's been here before and I've I've always felt like I'm older than my body is. So then that that got me to ask questions like, hmm, have I been on this earth before? Like, as in, you know, do we, do, do we, are our souls like recycled? Are we reincarnated? But then I go to church and I feel like, oh, I can't ask these questions. So who am I going to go to? So coming up to a little bit older, uh teenage adolescent years and stuff like that I would kind of delve away from God and Mm. I would be very I mean it was just me exploring different things but also my mum because she's kind of been the same at points um so she was Buddhist at the time and um I would be kind of interested in that but I'd also be interested in things like zodiac signs tarot cards stuff like that the occult scary one still yeah I mean I'm not gonna lie the stuff it would interest me like because I want to touch on that but I'll let you finish your um yeah yeah um that's all right um but yeah that that would interest me because it would tell me about myself like it would tell me and this is ironic but anyways, it would tell me about myself and like who I am, who I'm going to be, what's going to happen, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And it was so weird. Let me tell you something. I never, ever thought that I never really, be- no, I, w- I don't want to say believe because I, I knew there were spirits, obvious, seen them before, but the stuff that they were talking to church about, oh, you're fighting with demons and you're fighting with this and you're fighting with that. And I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. But there would be a dark point in my life where I would, I mean, I knew that God was there, but I would mainly be into my more occult stuff and my new age stuff. So I wouldn't really mm-hmm. listen to him. I'd more rely on that. So I would fall into, I would have panic attacks can't explain them don't know why I'd have emotional different things I I wouldn't want to say depression because that's probably uh, too extreme and I know that a lot of people are saying oh I have depression when they don't but I would have extremely downer moments and this gets scary but I'd also have dreams where I can see demons (laughs) and them like fling me around like new new numerous dreams and and have voices in my, like I don't know and that was really weird and a very dark point of my life so I was like raw I don't know where this is you know coming from so then I I got a little tiny voice saying you know what take it bit by bit how about we just look at like the little the bible app thing by you version just read a passage passage every day just see how it goes stuff like that came closer to god and i was like oh, okay very good you know stuff like that so um, yeah i wanna yeah my my just, relationship with him is growing every single day and stuff like I that. i want to just bring into the the light you said about the dinosaurs um just gonna bring up the scripture okay so this is what... genesis 1 um chapter 1 verse 24 in the new king james version said then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle, 
and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according so to its kind. And it was so. Um, a little bit of context. Genesis, the book of Genesis is the first book. Um, chapter one describes how the Lord made the, the world in six days and rested on the seventh. I'll go to um, the beginning. It's called, in New King James Version, it's called the history of creation. That's the name of the chapter one. Um and it goes, the first verse of the first book of the Bible goes, in the beginning, God created the heavens of the earth. That's verse one. Verse two, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. That's verse two. Verse three, then God said, let there be light. And there was light. When they say the light of the world, you're talking about the light being the light that God made you to be like physically. And what I think is really important um, to clarify, and I really want to like have a discussion about this is um, your relationship or not a relationship with God, but um, because we just discussed that, but discussing when you weren't necessarily following the ways of Christ and you were engaging in things like new age um, mm. and other influences from other spirits where did that lead you to because I think it's very important to understand that you can say and where and this is not to cast judgment onto others because in the bible it does say do not pick out a twig in someone else's eye because there is a look in your own eye but and a good friend told me that but what it should, is to be known is that um there is other things out there that can lead you astray from the word of the Lord. And I think it's so easily misconstrued, if that makes sense. And I was also at the point, not where I was believing in other things, but when they say your relationship with God, I feel like people really drum it home because, I mean, I'm going to ask you, Olivia, would you not think being religious is just so, ugh, would you, I mean, what is being religious? see that that in itself is what ted like mm, steered me away from wanting to become christian exactly because anyone can like, be religious mm. like it's not trying to say religious in this is, but you know what when they try to when i don't think you can bound god does that make sense like God is mm-hmm. unboundable. Like you cannot limit God to God. You're just gonna be in my school. Like that's what I try to do, and it doesn't work. God is everywhere. God is omnipresent. He is present in every aspect of your life. Um, wherever you go, wherever you do, what you think, what you're gonna, what you're gonna, your next actions will be. Your past actions have been. He was always there. He's always gonna be there. Whether you deny him or allow him, he's there. And I think that's what's so important um because when you say oh yeah i'm religious and i used to think oh yeah i'm christian like it's just a title it's not i'm christian like at the end of the day when the day of god judgment comes it's about your heart posture and about where you are what did you not even what did you do it's not your values that take you to christ it's who you are who you who you're representing are you representing christ or are you not and i can wholeheartedly say on this podcast there was a long time where i was literally like what <laughs> judgment day comes to merit yeah i'm not going to heaven what <laughs> yeah i was just too cold because <laughs> one day i was hot and then it's i'm just lukewarm like you have to be hot on you have to be on fire for the lord like love him with your whole heart because he's just so good so so good mm. yeah i agree definitely agree wait so let's back up what has your relationship with god been since you asked me Let's throw it back on to you. Um, my relationship with God has been very interesting because I was born um, in a Christian household. A lot of my people in my family, everybody in my family I know um, has is of faith, um, mm-hmm. believes in something. It's very, you're very different if you don't believe in something, if you're not Christian or Muslim, because I do have... Um, some distant family who are Muslim but we're all Christian um, to my knowledge and the one thing together that I really grew up was the community feel 
However, mm-hmm. one thing I realized is that I was in, I resonated more of the culture than the, and the community than the actual God, than the actual presence of God mm. um, and the picking up of the Bible. <laughs> like some people that were reciting is, scripture. It's intimidating. It's an intimidating the book. The Bible is the only book. I got to Michael Todd, if you're watching from Transformation Church. The Bible is the only book that reads you back. And I don't think it's, you'll be reading First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. <laughs> love is patient, Lynn. I'm a patient who I used to have patience issues. like yeah it literally tells you where you need to improve and I think that's why sometimes people are so reluctant to read what you're saying or to receive the truth because it makes you realize your own flaws but you understanding your own flaws isn't a bad thing it's a good thing because it brings you a closer to the Lord and allows you to improve yourself and be the best version that you can ultimately be and be a light for everybody and be joyful the road of of living a godly life does not does not necessarily mean your life is going to be easy it does not mean you're not going to suffer no trials or tribulations but it does offer you um the best gift of all which is being with your father in heaven and that's the ultimate gift that's the ultimate gift of all is there's no there's no money you can put on that gift of what going to heaven yeah you can't buy your way out there um, it's it's the ultimate ultimate gifts and that's why I think it's so important you know because I don't even know how to explain it like I just don't understand like for me also I don't understand I do understand I think for me where you can see I've grown or I think I've grown is I was so me like if it doesn't go much like the way I lived my life from like I don't want to say below 13, I'm not going to say like I was still baby Christian, but there was no much growth, not much growth between 13 and 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason there was between not much growth between 13 and 18 is because I wasn't engaging in the word. So reading the Bible. And so if you're not taking in the living word, how are you going to connect to God? You're not even, you don't even have access to the instructions. How are you going to, how are you going to walk or walk? How are you going to learn something when you don't even know what to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you can't yes you can guess you have luck you have there's certain principles in the bible that you learn and that are that are also replicated in the world but you ultimately to live that life of goodliness holiness have those attributes you need to be able to you need to be reading and engaging with the word and living word in the bible and praying and i wasn't doing that <laughs> you know i'm dear lord please i just really pray i get a sign that test amen mm. dear lord I pray my mom doesn't get angry with me because mm. I break the amen. Yeah. Dear Lord, I pray that I'm able to look pretty because I just want to glow up. Amen. <laughs> like, all these I feel pr- that one in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me link this back. The first prayer, dear Lord, I want to get an A star. That's my personal greed. God can edify me if I deserve that A star. Two, mom, am I making my mom angry? The Lord knows and it's forgiving and my mom has a forgiving heart so I don't even need to pray about it I could probably pray about it but I know she'll forgive me there's nothing that can anger my mom as a woman of God that mm. will make her so much that she get hatred of me she's a woman of God therefore she has to love if you have if you are a child of God and you don't love you just cannot be that's another problem because I didn't believe in love that's the biggest mm. problem because God said love God is love. How can you be a child of God and you didn't love me? I don't believe in love. It doesn't exist. Huh? Lena was confused. Mm. <laughs> I was at the root of confusion. Mm. At the root of confusion. The third one, what did I say? Um, dear God, help me glow up because I don't feel pretty. Another thing, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. How can I just be like God? Can you make me free? Mm. Am I trying to diss God? Like God said, I look like him. Like I look the way he made me with my funky looking hair like I'm just mm, with my skin so I need to be able to accept the way that the Lord has made me understand that he can improve me and he will edit and and he will allow me to grow in his in his way in his light um as long as I am willing to seek him that's the big thing I feel like the relationship with God you go you move away from religion is just passive do you get it it's just like you go to church you 
relationship is when you're seeking him do you get it mm. in a relationship you're seeking to you're constantly seeking that love you're constantly seeking that care you're constantly seeking the consideration you're constantly putting into account what your partner thinks of you what your friend thinks of you god is everything for you god is your father he is your friend he is your leader with all your relationships with all your people god is like that but just the ultimate one like he's all of them rolled into one person if that makes sense and so you really have to really really think like when you move away from religion to relationship um and you put it like i'm in a relationship i'm strengthening relationship with god Mm -hmm. when you're praying when you're fasting when you're giving when you're loving when you're humble when you're praising when you're sad when you're broken when you're weak and you're still giving back to god there's honestly no way he will not pull you free he will not uplift you he will not um leave you broken or downhearted like he's just everything he really just is i've really just like waffled in that exactly i 100% agree i think it was a topic that i wanted to bring up um i think what you're saying is like um when you decide to follow him, mm-hmm. he'll trans he'll transform you. And that's just, I mean, to everybody who is a follower of Christ and you know is on that kind of life, I feel like it strikes you in a personal way. And you know, obviously, like with Lynn, or at least for you, it was um trying to not just not just the rejection thing but also fixing your heart and and stuff like that that is very interesting because like when you start with your relationship with God once again it's ever growing it's everlasting when you start like for example me I don't know why there was a little bit that little Jesus in me was like okay you know we've got to get back to God or we've we've got to I want to start a relationship with him but the rest of me I'm not gonna lie my heart was cold my heart was absolutely black black as in my fear not trying to be vulnerable and like you said God is love God is patience God is joy he's all of these wonderful things when here I was filled with pride filled with fear anxiety <laughs> filled with pride so yeah that's too much bloody old thing. I had too much pride see like that's the thing like when it, it it's crazy like at first it I remember one of my prayers was like Lord teach me how to cry that sounds like a sociopath I could not cry for the life of me I did not know how to cry I did not and like sometimes you know, people will feel compassion for this or compassion for that. And that, and like forgiving to the homeless, giving to the poor, giving to, you know, people and stuff like that. Cause it was the right thing to do. And for me, I was like, eh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that feels good, but like, uh, nah. but like now not to say that, not to say that I'm a hundred percent all the way there, hundred percent converted and stuff like that. But I've seen how I've become someone who is prideful and who was bloody stubborn, so stubborn. I can't tell you how stubborn I was. I would not forgive someone who, I would not forgive someone who would like do the smallest thing to me. And I was just so stubborn. I was so cold to not just letting everything go don't get me wrong, but having patience, having, you know, the, the, the mind to kind of ponder things, think things over and being willing to actually forgive. I totally am with you on the whole pride. Pride. I'm just, this is, this is the intro for the podcast, pride. Forgiveness being sorry Mm. i'm gonna repeat that one forgiveness huh (laughs) yeah i didn't have any of that what if you knew me in yes like anybody who knew me you don't know me (laughs) i'm a change girl (laughs) anybody who knew me before 2021 you didn't know me i've changed huh 
before 2021 yeah i was trash i can wholeheartedly oh trash huh yeah there's so much i was i was good in the world standards but trashing the, the standards of the lord i was low i was low i was really really low so what really made me kind of wake up from it and wake up from the pride because pride can be such a misconception like I did not even realize that pride was one of the the deadly sins I guess because you know at least in what society wants you to kind of portray as pride to be prideful is you know to be prideful is a good thing. To be prideful about your community, about your country, where you're from, who you are, to be prideful, that's a great thing. But what I noticed in just in general, and damn, I'm going to get into a deep topic now, real quick. Pride, any of these things, just in general, any of these sins, and pride can be turned into an idol any of them anything can be turned into an into an idol 100 percent, 100 percent. and like for pride are you really gonna let your pride your big old ego about yourself so essentially you being prideful of yourself you're presenting yourself as your own god ahead of the ultimate god that there is you're gonna really let that get in between you building and constructing a relationship with him and being able to see him in the afterlife you're really going to do that like sometimes it's hard and it's you know easier said than done but to swallow your pride and to just let go let go and let god at the end of the day and damn there are some things in life that I put as an idol ahead of God that I didn't even realize. Pride was one of them. Zodiacs was another one. <laughs> Just like, we need to talk about Zodiacs in more detail. I'll uh, let you finish your point. Yeah. Um, TV. I didn't even realize that. Or media. Netflix. I'm actually giving up TV for Lent. Is YouTube TV, guys? Please feel free to DM us because basically, Sometimes. I'm giving up TV for Lent, but I didn't count YouTube as TV, so I'm still watching YouTube. But I don't watch TV programs on YouTube, and I never had Netflix. That's fine, but I'm just giving up TV for Lent. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah. My documentaries are over. Ah! Oh, no. Panorama. Everybody, if you watch, I love Panorama. It's like my favorite show. And then like, she likes old people stuff. Panorama is interesting though. Let's talk about zodiacs. I'm okay, tired. Okay. All right. <laughs> because why are they everywhere? Every Snapchat zodiac sign. Yeah. Wake up in the newspaper, Aquarius. You're Aquarius. I'm seeing, oh, yeah, if you're a Libra, yeah. Can we rest? Can we really, really rest? Like, that's not my portion. I think, Olivia, um, can you just explain a bit more, like, a bit more in detail i feel like you've had some experience to say like if you don't mind sharing it because i feel like the dangers of it are just so unknown the the dangers of the zodiacs yeah and and your experiences with the zodiacs adios mio okay um so zodiac sign i mean if you haven't heard of zodiac sign i'm sorry but you must be living under a rock at least in this day and age zodiac sign wrapping it up is essentially um this kind I wouldn't want to say ranking but it just pretty much just determines this is what you're like based on the the month that you were born in the time you were born in where you were born um and they just pretty much box you into a certain category like I don't know you have like flipping Aquarius Libra Gemini Taurus Cancer I didn't actually know that where you were born is a factor Oh, yes, very much. Listen, where you were born. I went deep into Zodiac. I know there are more signs. Story time. Let's let's get going. I know my sun sign. I know my moon sign. I know my I know my um, ascending. I didn't know. I know my Venus. I I know my Mars. God forbid, but I was put into Aquarius (laughs) just because I'm born on Feb the 3rd. Wow. See, well, that's only your sun sign. Don't even let me get into it. See, that's the thing. Like... (sighs) 
I, I, I go hard for God, but Zodiac sometimes can be a weakness for me because I find it so interesting. But in terms of the harms of it, um, I would say I was someone that became obsessed with it. And like I said before, you can really get it to be, it can really become your idol, even to the point where, oh my gosh, this is really embarrassing. If I like someone, right? No, I like this guy. Oh, uh, like, no, nah, I need to let everybody hear that. Uh, this is where we do the sigh sound because, huh? Oh my God. Yeah, and you go look at compatibility. No, no, no. I mean, it was that, but like, I'd, I'd always ask, so when's your birthday? <laughs> Or like if if there was someone that I like, I mean, see, like there was there was that, or like if there was someone where I just met you and like, oh, you seem like a cool person. I always ask. So when's your birthday? Hmm, Capricorn. Mm, I don't know about that. Asking, did asking where your birth, the the person's birthday, come from a place of, oh, um you're trying to get to know more about them or was it genuinely so for the purpose you could calculate um, their star sign? So both. Essentially, for example, you, February 3rd, Aquarius. And literally to categorise that person. For example, me, May 14th, Taurus, right? There are certain things like, for example, I don't know, Taurus people, they're very down to earth. They're very this, da, da, da. That's all these things that, you know, it says in the zodiacs about what your star sign is about. And then you can ask, ah, so when's your birthday? Oh, hmm, you're a Leo. Mm, Egotistic, mm, very self-centered, like all of these things. Mm, I don't think for me, moving on. Like when you're not even actually going on that person. I don't know much about star signs, but I know too much. The thing is with me is that I used to think, oh, like it's just a cute little symbol, but again, what are you where is your spirit going? Because when you're not praying to God and you're not or yeah, when you're not praying to God and you're manifesting things out in the universe, anybody can be claiming it, like, yep, yeah. she says she wants a car. She said, in the universe, I want a car. Okay. Well, actually, that's to do with see all this new age stuff. I know quite a bit about that's yeah. <laughs> that's to do I with affirmation. Like, that's to do with positive, the, as in the secret. I'm I'm uh, telling you, not I'm telling you. My opinion, I do not believe in. I'm saying to the universe, I'm gonna get a car, and the universe is gonna bring me the car because I fit. Like I personally believe there's some extra things out there that are just like okay. I've heard a story where. <laughs> I've heard a story. Uni. I heard a story where um basically you oh this is this is a mad one. I don't know how go on, go on. what like no wait. So you claim you're like oh yeah I want I want the car in the universe. You hear me? I want the car in the name of the universe. And then you go to sleep and you play this tune in the back and it's not like a music, it's like a oh it's to do noise. with um it's a it's a frequency. Yeah, and then all these people connected you in the frequency, and then like some some spiritual being. Well, when it's not an angel and it's a spiritual being, it's definitely a demon. Some oh, demon I, is like yeah. grants your wish. Okay, you're gonna get the car, and then sends you back to realm. And in order for you to get that car, you have to give up something. Uh uh-uh. uh. So it could be your soul, your mind. Like, nah, you, you have to get souls. So you hear me? Say, nah, for me, sir, when you nah, say, oh, yeah, I'm manifesting, mm-hmm. it's like. If you're not praying to God to get that thing and God doesn't qualify to get it and you're getting it by your own means, yeah, I'm not with you. Because- but here's, here's the thing where, sorry to interject, here's the thing where I feel so strongly about. A lot of these people go into this and they are oblivious. They are unaware. For example, my mum, where, um, and kind of me as well, where, you know how you have tarot cards? if you if you don't i'm not judgmenting but if you don't look at the tarot card and ask no 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 but lynn 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 this is is, no listen this is where it gets mixed up for a lot of people because they don't realize what they're getting into you have tarot cards where yeah they have you know there are even things with a pentagram where it kind of have 
satanic you know symbols and stuff like that so it was kind of more blatant but what my mum would have was angel cards and angel cards are like where it's like oh yeah pick a card that means you get this angel when really it's pretty much a tarot card it's just painted like it's just presented really nice and you know stuff has an angel it's a complete misconception people don't know what they're getting into and for example like where you know you hear all these things like open up your third high your third eye no 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 no. you don't want to do that don't you don't want to do that sis, don't open it no nah, because don't, you don't, don't do you don't flip and understand says, don't do that you don't understand you're what opening that a path is. of destruction and i'm not even capping let me find the verse let me find the verse let me find the verse because excuse me the thing for me is I don't want to say it's easy because I think if you've never been exposed or I wouldn't say, I wouldn't want to say been exposed, but I'd, if you've never been felt or had openly the word shown to you, the living word or been connected or present with people who are a living word, who represent them as children of God, then it might be a lot easier for you to, to, go into these other things like new age the bible verse i'm referring to is isaiah 59 their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed innocent blood their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity wasting and destruction are in their paths and for me the point is that when you come with i want to approach this with delicacy because i think it's important how you speak about this but things like tarot cards and um zodiac signs new age spirits i want to say i think are more welcoming at times than christianity oh, and the reason why they seem and appear more welcoming is christianity because when you hear parts and this is why you need to read the bible one reason why i think my relationship with god and i know it improves so much is because i read the bible now when you're not able to receive the word in truth the whole truth is the Bible. It's not a lie. So when you go to receive the whole word in truth, then you are able to have a better understanding of why there are certain things in the Bible that are said the way they are. Unfortunately, we can talk about topics like the fact that there, um, when you hear things like um, no sex before marriage, or you hear things like do not lie, or you hear things like... Um, homosexuality is not allowed in the bible the reason why many people many people of this world um are feel like tarot cards spirits and all these other things that are not of god are more appropriate for them is because they've been exposed to or been shown a part of the truth it is true that um it says in the bible do not lie it's wrong it's a sin but they don't understand the whole truth or do not have sex before marriage. The reason it says do not have sex before marriage is because they want marriage. Sex is a powerful thing. You the interchange of souls. You're connected to this person. And God wants you to be able to accept and ex- this, have this experience with someone that you love and you're going to be bound with forever because this is so powerful. And that's why he says things things that the lord says he says have sex in marriage or he says do not lie because when lies spread and they bring evil they bring chaos they can literally bring destruction one lie yeah think about a lie like this say you can say olivia um you can say to me that um to my say i have a boyfriend now and you tell my boyfriend who's supposed to be my husband oh yeah lynn cheated on you that one lie could break our relationship break our marriage in the eyes of god lord can rectify things yes i understand that but it could also be so extreme in cases that that lie could could destroy that marriage that we're supposed to have could destroy the kingdom ministry that we're supposed to have together does that make sense Mm -hmm. so i think like for, for for what i'm trying to say is that when you look at Christianity, the way it's been painted is not the best. And that's why it's so important if people who may be ex- in, engaging in things like tarot cards and spirits, if they were exposed to someone who is Christian, someone who, who, who reads the word, lives the word, when they say, um, give their giving, they are, love, they are joyful, they're caring, and they have these 
qualities of Christ and someone is presented with this person they see the love and that sometimes and that a lot of the time can bring people out of new age out of tarot cards out of spirits to Christ because they're trying to they see the goodness of it yeah I mean sorry if I can interject no when I was into that right yeah I did not like to be surrounded by Christians I did not like that I mean even also because we're telling you the wrong yeah like no offense but like there was even sometimes even though you know respectful but like those who were quite assertive and knew the truth with you know with Christianity quite judgmental where they're like oh yeah yeah you know that's fine for you but I don't believe that because I think it's wrong because of this because of that and then I'll be like "Mm, I think I'm good I'm good so yeah but oh I think one thing about that though Olivia is because you know like I refer to the phrase where you cannot pick out I cannot pick out the twig in your eye after I have my own log in my own eye which is basically talking about don't be judgmental when you met those Christians me included we Mm. were probably still very young in the faith so Mm -hmm. us passing judgment was wrong and please do forgive me now I'm openly apologizing on the podcast was wrong and now that we've grown from that you would understand that that probably was why you were cast probably more towards that and felt like you couldn't approach or be mm. friends of Christians because we were casting you in the opposite direction if that makes sense and so that was really problematic mm. I mean yeah I mean I'm talking from my perspective but just how I imagine how others feel and I feel I'm, I feel grateful. I want to say grateful, but I feel grateful in the sense where I've experienced something like that because now I've got a different perspective to, to bring to the table, just as you have a different perspective to bring to the table. But like you were saying, like when you have someone that's really hard for God, like I wouldn't want to say those people that are inflicting opinions because those aren't really the people that kind of converted me. I need. Mean, I didn't even like the thought of conversion, like where you don't care about my beliefs, but yet you're just coming over to me saying, yeah, yeah, come to us. But a one person that really kind of brought me to light and kind of inspired me that way is my grandma. And let me tell you why. She knew that I was into that. She knew that my mom was into that. She knew that a lot of my family were into that or agnostic or kind of figuring things out but she didn't really say anything in terms of that of that she would just let me know that she was praying for me and I feel like with my grandma she really that's the that's the main way if you want to get to convert someone or there's someone that you're worried about lead by example where she didn't push me to go to church with her she didn't push me to do any of this stuff it was mainly when I was struggling with different things and going for a really hard space you know if I was interested in going like you know I would come to her and say hey grandma I've, I've got something on my mind can I pray with you she'd be like sure you know if you're that re- if you have a reliable and I, I want to say unjudgmental, but like an open and reliable person who is a follower of Christ that you can go to. I believe that that is the best way because once again, leading by example and not just projecting their opinions and their words, but mainly those actions that those words are represented by if that makes sense totally and I really like how you said you could pray with your grandma I think that praying for someone is honestly the biggest gift (laughs) what (laughs) bigger than money when you have Mm. someone interceding for you like praying blessings over your life praying for your goodness praying for good news just gratefulness under your life yeah when your friend says they want to pray for you, that's a true friend, you know. <laughs> that's a true friend because realistically, not everyone wants to pray for you. Not everyone wants to see you through. There's people praying for you 
out there that you don't even know they're praying for you they're like lord jesus i'm praying for those friends of mine who don't even want to say about the situation lord i'm praying that you're able to be in their lives bless them let them find favor like it's things like the small actions like that i feel like friends these days we're not i feel like friends friendships like that are judgmental aren't good but god wisely places your friends in that he gives you one thing I'm, i've found reason i want to pray about is counsel like i want to have wise counsel what do mm. you think about that like i pray that the friends i'm with like i pray that they're wise i pray that they bring wisdom everything they just speak is just wisdom it's just knowledge amen just speaking truth like i'd rather i don't need i don't feel like everyone needs encouragement but i'd rather have a friend that tells me lynn you're falling here so that I can be led in the path of righteousness than to the path of destruction. Because this path of destruction is not catching me, huh? Because um, it literally says, cut off your, I think it's your right hand. I don't know the scripture, but it's basically refers to cutting off your right hand rather than to let your other oh, hand be also pulled yeah, into the path of destruction. To be tempted, throw your, throw your left hand in the fire. If that, Yes. Yeah. That's the one. Rather than I think yeah. it's in, in Matthew, I think it is. I yeah, think it is. I think a lot like, of the good stuff is in. There if your like, if your left hand is tempting, then cast it into the fire. Into the fire. So it, for it is better to have your hand cast into the fire than your whole flesh. I think that's it. It's bitten facts because I feel like my friends. Some of my friends, I have friends who are very like. I'm gonna just say it as it is. Them friends are the best friends. Yes, they can be very harsh. But sometimes you need a cutting friend who just tell you, yeah, Lynn, you're like trash. Not a trash. But yeah, <laughs> live as one of those friends. She need like Lynn, you just stop. Like, I'm telling you, Lynn, that, that that's just not nice. Like, you're so, Lily will be like, yeah, Lynn, you're actually so uh uh uh. She'll be like, I put uh 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 because I don't know what the word is, but she'll be like, you're so this, you need to change it. You're so this, you need to okay, change it. You're I, so X. I, not in a rude okay, way. I'll... She didn't say like 10 things, no, but she'd correct me in the way that I'm like, oh, like I was wrong. It's called this constructive criticism. I'm, I got told by my parents I can't take that. But I think I'm getting better. I think I'm you're very getting just better. Like, you're you're, you're getting you, better. If you need to tell me constructive criticism, <laughs> guys, if you can see the face I'd give you, you'd be, once you've given me constructive criticism, I shut down for the rest of the day. It's like I cannot activate myself anymore. It's like you've closed me off. The shop is closed. Try again tomorrow. That was me. Oh, try to criticize me. It wasn't happening. It, like, it wasn't running. It wasn't. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Although, you know, the good thing about God is that he does constructive criticism sometimes if it's like, he can do it in a way that's eye-opening, but for maybe those that aren't handling it as well at that point, he, listen, he knows the right way. He knows all of you. He knows every single like hair on your head. He knows you inside and out so he knows how to help you in all of that way and like and like um lynn said god really gets you through mercy i mean he gets you through grace seriously and like that's one of the misconceptions oh number three reason why i didn't want to become a christian back in that time i'm 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 ranking them down it down the list um was that I was scared because my my perception of God before was he was this big old condemning God, the big old man upstairs that'll be like, you're not doing that, you're going to hell. You're not doing that, you're going to hell. You're not doing that, right? That's you're understandable. Going to hell. It's a very big misconception. Exactly. When he's the complete opposite, sometimes he'll save the amount of times that he'll save me. Listen, I'm a clumsy person. I am a clumsy person who can have my head in the clouds sometimes, even though I'm blunt, I can have my head in the clouds and I'm very imaginative. The amount of times that God must have saved me from being hit by a bus or a car. I'm not even joking. I swear, seriously. The amount of train tracks, you know, the amount of time (laughs) that I have been saved and, you know, and even the amount of times that I have, there have been waking up moments where he's like okay you need to change your ways because 
I'm showing you what's going to happen if you keep on going down this road. Exactly. Man, so many times, so many times. And I'm only, I'm not even that old. There's going to be a bunch of more times after this probably. And that's why he's so good because he just, he does it out of love. Everything he does is out of love. He sent Jesus Christ out of love to save us. We already won. All he's asking for us is to be, uh, he's even not, He's even just said, look, follow me and I'm going to give you eternal life. So I'm going to take somewhere that you've never been before. For real. <laughs> For real. I'm going to take somewhere you've never been. There's no place on this earth that can relate to the heavenly going above. There's no riches on this earth that can relate more than being with him and in his presence. Mm. There's no luck that can exceed the grace of God. Anyone who says they've been lucky, yeah? Look at luck and look at the works of grace. It's all grace. It's all grace. But for those that believe it's luck, they're even lucky to have that, to even think it's luck. For those that know it's of the grace of God, it just multiplies. It just multiplies and it multiplies and it multiplies forever Mm. and ever. And I think the point of this message is basically for some people out here, I think, um, I wrote something down the other day. It's two things. Um, the first thing that I wrote was, let me just find it. Um, the first thing that I wrote was, uh, on the 2nd of December, uh, Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse 15. And that one just goes, everything has its time. Um, the parts that I was reading Oh, I love Ecclesiastes. Yeah, it goes... Um, 14, sorry. I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can and nothing taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. That which is has already been and what is to be has already been. And God requires an account of what is past. He already knows it. What? What's on your mind? He already knows what's left in one he already knows what's happening in the future he already knows remember i told you he's omnipresent that's just the good part that's um chapter ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 14 and 15 if you scroll back up to the beginning of this chapter and everything has its time to everything there is a reason a season a time for every purpose under heaven a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to Build up a time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, a time to sow, a time to keep silent, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. So many times. Yep. There's just time for everything. Like, it's it doesn't matter where you are in time. There's always time for God. Like God is time. God is, he should be on everything. He is everything. Um, so that was on December 2nd. And then reload that. Back to this grace thing. Ephesians chapter two, verse five. For it's by grace through faith that you have been saved. That was on 8th of December. Then on the 20th of December, I wrote about that God never falls short referring to Isaiah 61 verse 1 um the spirit of the sovereign lord is on me because the lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim freedom for the captives and release darkness um and for and release from darkness the prisoners to proclaim the year of the lord's favor um Again, another one, Joshua chapter one, verse nine, strengthen the strength fold. And then it brings me time, 7th of Feb, February has been interesting. It's what a time to be alive. And then 11th of February, waiting on the blessing, um, which I refer to Romans 12, chapter two, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. Because like, there's just, He's just, just. That's all he is. He's just, just. He's just everything he needs him to be. That's what he is. Just that. That's that's literally like how good it is. I can't even explain anymore. Amen.
All right. So, guys, this was a very spontaneous and a very deeper than we intended for it to be episode. But then again, is it not always? So, um, guys, hope you enjoyed it. It's something a little bit different, hopefully to bring a bit of inspiration, motivation into your lives in terms of where you are at with God. And if, you know, you're listening to this because I've got, listen, quite a few of the people that are probably listening from my side, they're not really in with God (laughs) or they might, I don't know where they're at, but if, you're not don't see this as kind of a conversion thing maybe just a topic from for conversation and you know just where your relationship if you have one with him lies and why because I'm all up for a debate I really am interested in learning about all of these different beliefs but um I digress yeah so this episode little bit different hope you guys enjoyed it um and yeah yeah anything else you want to say Lynn no um stay blessed have a good uh week a blessed week really sorry about last week's episode um but you know the will of God will bring better for quality um, I mean listen yeah. to us listen <laughs> better quality um so yeah stay blessed have a great week and for someone um the blessing is coming that's literally what i have to say the blessing is coming so let us know when you receive it <laughs> so happy for you um so yes i guess that's the end of the episode and i'm out bye guys bye oh wait before i forgot before i forget okay no no just a little bit just a little bit. Seriously, we really want to hear what you know you guys think about this episode. And if, 100%. if you like it, if you want us to talk about it more, if you have more topics of conversation and where you are at with God, keep us posted on that. You can find us at over underscore coming barriers, coming barriers. on Instagram. We're you also make sure, guys, please, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review and a comment. It really helps the algorithm. Thank you. Us up. So please do, do that and share with your friends. We'd really appreciate that too. Amen. Amen to that, sis. So and remember, there's no luck, only grace. Amen. And oh. Oh, can I see it? the blessings come this week, man. You're going to be amazing. Good luck, everyone. Wait, that's re-contradictory. <laughs> Good luck, that. everyone. You know what that <laughs> reminds me of? No, the Hunger Games. <laughs> that's another episode, bro, because that was... Yeah, oh we're going to take a look again. Okay, I was about to say, and with a further ado, we out. Peace. Yeah.